Uh, um, maybe you already see where this thing is going. Maybe you've already got this figured out. In our culture these days, we are always challenged to follow our feelings. Uh, do what your heart tells you to do. Follow your emotions, and they will lead you down a path. And I promise you that your emotions will lead you down a path. Your heart will lead you down a path. But I want you to understand very clearly, the Bible teaches us, the Bible teaches us that we all do well to pay attention to Scripture, to the instructions. God gave us the Bible. God revealed himself. Listen to this. God revealed himself to us. How do we know who God is? God revealed, he exposed himself. God revealed himself to us through, listen, through history. When you read the Old Testament, you're reading history and you're looking at the faithfulness of God. You're looking at the strength of God, the power of God. You're also seeing and witnessing the grace and the compassion of God. And you're, so you're learning about the characteristics of who is God. God revealed himself through the history of the Old Testament. And then when we get into the New Testament and Jesus shows up, and then a scripture, all of the uh, authors, of there's more than 40 authors of the Bible. And then we got guys like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We just took a look at that. And we've got guys like the Apostle Paul, and they write out the New Testament. And then they teach us that all Scripture is useful for teaching and for rebuking and for admonishing and for helping. It helps all of us do life better. It's better, even though it seems like, oh no, if I follow my heart, uh, or if I follow the instructions, I might have to deny myself of something. Yeah, you might have to deny yourself putting garlic salt into your pancakes. And so you might have to deny yourself of some things in order to follow the instructions. So here's what I want you to know. The Bible is clear. We are to follow the instructions of the Bible for all of those reasons. It's better for everyone. It's better for everyone. So here are some instructions that I want all of the parents in the room to know, and I want all these parents to teach their children these instructions. Instruction number one. Instructions for the way, or what you say. What you say. What you say, the words that you speak, matters to God, and God gives us instruction. Some people want to say whatever they want to say, but God says, no, there are parameters, and it is better when you talk the way that God wants you to talk. And these are some of the parameters that are on that. What you say. In the book of Matthew, chapter 15, it says, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen. He said, listen. He said, listen. Listen and understand. So don't just listen, but also apply it. Make understand. It says, what goes into a man's mouth does not make him unclean. Now, try convincing Wayne of that right now, right? And so what goes into a man does not make him unclean, but, 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 he says, so it does not make him uh, unclean, but what comes out of his mouth, that is what makes him unclean. So the words that we speak matter to God. The parameters that are in Scripture are is that we would use clean language. Colossians chapter 3, verse 8 says, But now you must rid yourself of such things as this. And he lists a bunch of them, but he goes on, and in that list he says, Filthy language from your lips. Get rid of it. So teach your kids, don't use bad language. If you're around people that are using bad language, challenge them. Don't use bad language. James chapter 1, verse 26 says, If anyone 
considers himself religious, and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself, and his religion is worthless. And so that's why the Bible, the Bible just says, listen, all of the words of the, all the vocabulary is available to you, but say no to some and apply others to your life, and that is what's best for everyone. That's what scripture says. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 23 says, He who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from calamity. And so follow the instructions that come to you. Parents teach that to your children. Children understand that the words that you speak matter. I drive a school bus. Sometimes the words that I hear in the back of the school bus, there are parents that are not teaching their children. They are allowing their children to say whatever they want, and they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't. There are things in the world that are repulsive. There are things that are pleasant. And Scripture is always going to point us to the best way to do life. We should follow the instructions. So not only in what you say, but also in what you do. In actions of kindness and love towards others. Scripture is very clear. Here's in the instruction book. Ephesians. Here's the recipe for a better life, if you will. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. It says, be kind and courageous. No, it doesn't. It says, be kind and compassionate. Be kind and compassionate to one another. It says, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. You want to be forgiven? God's forgiven you of everything. Forgive others. Be kind. Do acts of kindness towards others. Help people. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 15 says, Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always try to be kind to each other, and to everyone else, when I'm driving the school bus, I see going, I see wrong being exchanged for wrong. When sometimes when I see siblings going after each other, I see wrong being exchanged for wrong. As scripture says, don't do that. If someone wrongs you, forgive them, be the better person, and then go back and do something kind for them. That's harder to do. Sometimes it's harder to follow the instructions. The instructions are clear. Sometimes there's things I have to say no to in order to do what is best for everyone. And so we are to act in love towards others. Let's see, where are we at here? I just got First Thessalonians. And then Colossians chapter 3, verse 13 says, Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. The book of John, chapter 13 says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. That's Jesus. How much did he love us? He gave his life for us. So you must love one another. By this, all men are watching. They're looking at you. They want to know, is this a palatable thing, being a Christ follower, or an unpalatable thing? Is this going to be something that is good or something that is bad? People are watching. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So the instruction book says, pay attention to what you say. The instruction book says, pay attention to what you do. And finally, to what you hear. Pay attention to what you hear. Listen to some good Christian music. When I'm driving the bus, I have Christian music playing on my bus. It's not blasting, it's not super loud, but I have Christian radio playing on my bus. And uh, some people go, uh, well, isn't there supposed to be a separation uh, between church and state? Are you allowed to play Christian music in your bus? Well, according to the United States government, 
Absolutely I am. Yes, I am. Because here's what the United States government says. When you go to uh, the Federal Reserve and you go to the IRS and uh, you say, uh, I am a Christian and I want to make a charitable tax-deductible donation uh, to my Christian church, they say that is acceptable. We acknowledge that Christianity is a religion. You can make uh, tax-deductible donations to your church. However, if I go to the very same uh, federal government, IRS, and I say to them, I am an atheist, and I'm a part of an atheist organization, and it's a tax-deductible organization, it's a 5013 organization, and I want to write a check, and I want to support my local atheist organization, the federal government says yes. So the federal government acknowledges Christianity as a religion. It also acknowledges uh, atheism as a religion. And so when I play Christian music on my bus, I'm playing religious music. I've just picked one of the religions. That's it. I just picked one of them. And so, and now they may say, well, you should play secular music. Well, why do I want to support their team? I've got my own team, right? And so that's the way that that works. And so what I do is play Christian music on my bus because I want kids to just sort of begin to, huh, there's something else that's out there. And every once in a while, the song might say Jesus in it. It's like, there you go. There you go. There you go. And so I get to do that. I get to do it. And so I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you, uh, parents, if you've got kids in the car, I want to challenge you to listen to Christian music in your car. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5 says, Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Well, uh, you're not getting Jesus' words if you listen to Kiss FM. You're not. Okay, and so listen, uh, probably you're not getting Jesus' word, even though, even though country music, I like country music, 103.7, I like to listen to that, and, but here's what I can tell you, when they talk about, you know, me and God, and, you know, drinking beer, and me and God, and drinking beer, and those kind of things, uh, really, I want you to understand, uh, that is a version of religion that does not adhere to biblical standards, okay? They're following their heart. They're trying to mix it all up. And so I just want you to, I'm not condemning country music. I'm just saying when you're listening to music, make sure you're on balance that you are making sure you have time for Jesus in the things that you listen to. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 20. Listen to advice and accept instruction. There is instruction in biblical Christian music. And in the end, you will be wise. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 33 says, Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not ignore it. Here's a couple of Christian radio stations. These are, you can get in your car right now and go out there. 97.9 is Air One. You can listen to that. 89.9, K-Love. And when you listen to that music, you're going to be hearing some of the songs that we sing here in church. So I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to make sure that that is a part. When you're going through life, you've got every single radio station slash ingredient that is out there to listen to. Uh, you can listen to public radio. You can listen to talk radio. You can listen to country music. You can listen to metal. You can listen to... Christian music, some things you say no to some ingredients and you say yes to other ingredients because I want to be following the instructions when I follow the instructions. My whole existence is going to be more pleasing to God and more palatable to everyone that I encounter when I follow the instructions of God. So many people want to say no. Live your own life. Live your own truth. Follow your own dreams and your own desires. Too often it ends up tasting bitter and nasty, and repulsive, and revolting. And God says, my way is better. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 25 says, there is a way that seems right to man, but in the end, it leads to a really nasty pancake. It leads to a really nasty pancake. 
you don't want that. Listen, mom and dad, thanks for bringing your kids today. We're going to make our way down to the potluck. Continue the conversation with your family, with your loved ones, about it's always best to follow God's instruction. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, share that with people. If you're not sure, if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'd love to have a conversation with you about what it is to be baptized into Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for all of the wisdom that you bring. Thank you for your love. Thank you for forgiveness. I ask, Father, that uh, as we go down to, um, uh, to eat together, that we would find a sincerely warm time of fellowship, knowing that we desire to live for you. We ask it in Jesus' name, and amen.